With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The NFL trade deadline has come and gone. Skips Cowboys, uh-uh-uh, just not able to get the deal done for wide receiver Brandon Cooks. His $18 million guaranteed for 2023, plus draft pick compensation, reportedly just too much for Dallas to make the move. But guys, reports are the talks for the deal went, quote, into the final minutes. Shannon, you first. Should Jerry Jones have closed this deal? Yeah, I thought Jerry should have closed the deal, but I knew he wasn't. Jerry just liked to hear himself talk. I know Jerry wasn't going to close no deal. Oh, we got something going. We forgot a few things. Mill doing. I don't. They didn't use mill doing in the, <laughs> in the context that normally mill do. That means you do it absolutely nothing. Skip, skip. Things are stagnant and, and mold is starting to grow. So he didn't use mill doing in the context that we yep. normally hear the term mill doing in. But skip, mm. you knew since free agency that the trade deadline was going to happen November the first, 4 p.m. You knew that Eastern time. Why in the hell you wait till the last, till the umpteenth hour to try to like get, okay, how much, what's the draft conversation? So, because it's not Jerry on the phone. Will McClay or whomever, you got to go up. Hey, Jerry, this is what they offer. This is, they said, we can get Brandon Cooks, but we got to, you know, we got to guarantee his contract for 2023, and they want just compensation. Jerry, tell them. Let me go back. Well, Jerry said, we can do this. We'll give you, we can do a guaranteed contract, but instead of a, a fourth rounder, we can possibly do a, a, a fifth rounder, and you give us your seventh rounder. He got to go back. So you can skip you, 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 all that time in between. As, as opposed to Jerry just picking up the phone, talking to whoever, Nick Casario, so whoever the GM, and say, hey, how do we get this deal done? Skip, okay, look at this. You got well, James Washington might be coming back. James Washington has 11 touchdowns and 60 games with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He averages 27 yards a game. Michael Gallup is coming off a serious knee injury. He has 135 yards with one touchdown. Dalton Schultz, he has 203 yards, no touchdown. Noah Brown, your second leading receiver, has 339 yards, one TD. The Cowboys have averaged 191 yards passing per game. Brandon Cook, since he got into the league in 2014, has this many. Six, 1,000-yard receiving seasons. Brady, Breeze, Jerry Goff, now he's in Houston, still racking up 1,000-yard receiving seasons. Mm. Uh, I, I don't get it. He's a bona fide, bona fide deep threat. Mm. Bona fide. He can still get, yeah, I know he's small, Skip. What, 5'8", five, 5'9"? But somebody get somebody five eight five nine got six one thousand receiving seasons in eight seasons in the NFL. I don't know who that is. Maybe that's somebody. Maybe uh, uh, he puts uh, Brandon Cook's name on the back of his jersey and he's six foot tall. But all I know is that the man produces, and I believe he could have helped because he gives you that deep threat. Now you have CD that can really work the intermediate because CD CD ain't get deep skill. I, mean, I, I hate to break it to you, mm. but he ain't, he ain't, unless he go in the water. That's the only time he getting deep. 
Mm. Remember that hard knock scene at training camp yeah. when Dak was hurt, standing on the sidelines, and he watched CD run a go route? So he just gets by you easily. How many right? times you seen him run a go mm. route that's mm. not in hard knocks? Mm. I don't know about no hard knocks. Mm. I remember a game at New England last year, walk-off throw by that, Dak Prescott. That was an override. Stop it, was, it. But it was pretty deep. <laughs> you know it what? It was. He ran by somebody. Look, do I believe they should have made a deal? Yeah. You see the you see contenders, the team that really think they're contenders, Skip, this was the most active trade deadline that I can remember. And, and my, my years in the league, coming in the league in 90, and covering the league, I've never seen teams this active at the trade deadline mm-hmm. like we saw this year. Teams are gearing up. We're going to talk about that a little later, Skip. But I believe they should have made a move. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jerry, Skip, he just said if there's a move out there, I believe that get us, get us to where we need to be, I'm going to do it. Man, Jerry ain't going to do nothing. Jerry just talking. Just say, ooh, you heard what Jerry said? Jerry said he going to do anything, baby. Ooh, we go. Y'all did nothing. Mm. Talking loud, saying nothing. Mm. Well, once upon a time back in 2018 at the trade deadline, he did go get Amari Cooper. You love Amari Cooper, right? Yeah, And he did change Dak's life, and he got Dak paid. But it lasted only for half a season down the stretch of 2018, and Dak did manage to win his one and only playoff game at home against Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. Yes. Okay, so that happened, and then Amari started to disappear on the road in 2019, and then it looked like Washington was going to pay him, and Jerry crumbled and gave in and caved and paid him. $20 $20 million what, a year. What about when Cooper Rush was in Minnesota? Who caught the game-winning touchdown? Mm-hmm. Who went up 100-yard receiving? Was that okay. Amari? Was that, in, was that in Dallas or was that in Minnesota? Amari did catch, okay. uh, with 50 seconds left in the game, a touchdown pass thrown by, would you believe, Cooper Rush on mm-hmm. Sunday night football, beat mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins and the Vikings mm-hmm. at Minnesota with a clutch late touchdown pass, albeit to Amari Cooper. I give you that. Now, back to Brandon Cooks. I did not lose one second of sleep last night. I didn't sleep very long, but when I did go to sleep, I stayed asleep for my four and a half hours last night because I'm not going to miss Brandon Cooks, and I'm not going to let anybody that I know in Cowboy Nation conclude, leap off the cliff that our season just got lost last night at the trade deadline. But here's the thing, Skip. What? I mean, I don't believe that the, the Eagles would have fell off a cliff if they don't side Robert Quinn. I don't believe what you call him. But you try to like, okay, we're in a position. You try to add to even strengthen it. Okay. I'm going to give you one point. If you add somebody at the trade deadline, anybody of impact and value who can live up to his billing when he gets there, if he can actually contribute down the stretch, it does send a strong message to the locker room from the owner on down, the GM on down, we are here to go for it. We are we're yeah. going to do everything in our power to maximize our chances of winning this year's championship. So no message got sent. Obviously, they went and got Jonathan Hankins, and I still say it was a sweet little big move because he played about 30% of the snaps the other day, had three solo tackles. He is a run stuffer and stopper. And as he I gets, can't tell. Okay, just wait until he starts playing 75% of the snaps. I think he will start to shore up Are you sure? a leaky run defense. Are you sure he can play? The, well, man, that size, what's the likelihood of him playing 75% of the snaps? Well, we'll see about that. But I think we're heading in that direction. And they just let him get his toe in the water on Sunday. And let's see what starts to happen from there on. Because they just gave up 200 and, what was it, 240 40. yards to the Bears. But I thought he was, I thought he was there to, to shore up the run defense. Well, he will. You got to give him time to figure out the system and know what, what it's all about. He he will be a big little move for my team. And it was just what the doctor ordered for that team at that moment. I couldn't tell you. Okay. So here's my problem with 
Brandon Brent Cooks. Okay, so I'm, I'm looking here, and I'm looking harder and harder at what I see right here, right now. He's going on 30 years of age, but wait a second. Pro Football Focus ranks him now, grades him the 61st best receiver in Pro Football. 61st? Well, CD's all the way up at 14th because that's where he belongs. And by the way, on Sunday, I saw a reconnection. I saw a rebirth of Dak to CD Lamb that I love because it should have happened a long time ago. But I think that Dak forced to watch what Cooper Rush was doing. I think he said, you know what, I got to start buttering my bread with the guy I should be throwing more balls to. And now that Amari's gone, I got to reestablish rapport with 88. And he started throwing it to 88 the way you should go ahead and force balls to 88. He forced one over the yeah, middle. Yeah, he didn't force it to him. Why, why didn't they force it to him when he was playing to Cleveland? When, Sh- when Slay and, and Bradbury had him locked up. Mm. Force it then. You playing the Chicago Bears. Who are the Bears? The Bears. The Bears have already given up on the season. They just traded their two best players on the defense. Okay, that's so why that, I'm not overreacting oh, to Dak's big day, uh, okay. his 94 QBR. Well, you, but you overreact to CD's big day. Okay. I just like what I saw. I like the look of Dak saying, you know what? I'm going to throw it to that guy because that guy is really good. And all of a sudden, it started to look like a top five kind of connection between four and 88. Skip, you do realize if you're not going to overreact to Dak, who's throwing the ball, you can't overreact to CD. Okay, I just liked what I saw. And I loved what I saw from Noah Brown with Cooper Rush. And I would love to see Dak start to feature Noah Brown more because he can make circus catches, highlight catches. You saw it again and again with Cooper Rush because they have a scout team connection, obviously. And even Noah Brown is ranked, he's graded right now the 45th best receiver, again, Brandon Cook's 61st. So in other words, you're telling me oh, Noah Brown is So in other words, you're telling me I'm good with Noah Brown. I'm just good. So he's to go. better than Brandon Cook. I'm good to go. Okay. And by the way, Michael Gallup has already moved up to 66th on this list, to 61st for Brandon Cook. So he'll continue to but, rise but, up. But, but my thing I, is, I just don't know. Yeah, wait, I'm not what, sure. what, what are you grading a receiver on? I mean, I, I just productivity. Want to know. Play after play. You just put them in and you grade play after play. Look at Michael Gallup. Yeah. I mean, what, what well, play? He, he, he got 135 yards. He just got back. He got 135. He offseason ACL reconstruction. That's my point. Okay, That's no, it's my point. my point that he's getting better and better. I saw a burst from Michael Gallup the other day. I said, there he is. You saw Thank you. Noah Brown, stop okay. it. Okay, I know I'm starting it. And by the way, we love our tight ends, and we are three tight ends set heavy, at least two at a time, but sometimes three at a time, and they love those two kids, and you're starting to like them. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Dalton Schultz is back to life. I, back, a, back I, I don't saddle. have any problem with him running 13 personnel. Okay. But the Cowboys, you say CD is 14th, Noah Brown is this ranked, and Michael Gallup mm-hmm. is that ranked. Yep. Uh, the same rankings got y'all 27th in passing. What are okay. your receivers ranked? Right. Where are your receivers? You're 27th in passing yards per game, 191. I, I got my quarterback back. He's the thrower. Uh, you told me Cooper Rush can't throw. That's what you told me. Yeah, yeah but, okay? but, you, but all you he said, did was win games. But, but hey, know. but you say he was just as good as that. That's uh, what you told no, me. I, all I know is he played better. He performed better. It it looked better. Cooper, with Rush, Cooper never Rush. played. Cooper Rush never had a game in all of his stars that looked as clean as what Dak did on Sunday. Okay, he was playing the Chicago freaking Bears, as you keep reminding ah! me. Stop it. <laughs> you you have defeated yourself before you even started. Uh, now, I, I watched Cooper Rush win at Minnesota on a Sunday night. I watched Kirk him. Cousins. Wait a second. I'm just getting started. I watched him beat last year's both of the Super Bowl teams. I watched him go to the Giants when they were red hot oh, big blue skip. and beat them at skip, New York. I watched him go to Philadelphia and unravel in the second quarter, but suddenly say, no, I got this and get him back to 20 to 17. Give the defense a chance to win the game at Philadelphia. 
Philadelphia against that team and that crowd? If it didn't have, did have those turnovers, but Skip, keeps up. last year, you and I both know that the Cincinnati Bengals and the Rams are not the same team mm. that went to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, but we thought they were at that moment. No, 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 you, no you didn't. Yeah. I, no, no, well, no, I did no. on Cincinnati, which was game number two. I, I, and, and what about, hold on. <laughs> but you keep telling me about Minnesota, Minnesota. You got little respect for Kirk Cousins. Mm. So how big of a deal is that if Kirk well, Cousins you love is quarterback? Kirk Cousins. No, no, no. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you. Don't forget what I do. I, I'm do. I'm not in the Hall of Fame. I'm just no, throwing up. You said you Kirk, were the one who graded Kirk Cousins way up here, and so I said, well, guess who beat him last year no, at all? But uh, but you got no respect for him. Mm. Now, I'm not talking about me. Yes, I know okay, Kirk Cousins right. got beat. Okay. So little known fact about Brandon Cooks. Just for the record, I just wanted to throw this out. He did play in a Super Bowl with Tom Brady against those aforementioned Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles. And would you believe he caught one ball in that game for 23 yards because on that catch early in the second got quarter, concussed. he got concussed. Yeah. He was gone for the rest of the game. Would you believe without Brandon Cooks, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. threw for a playoff record 505 yards and hung 33 points on a top five defense in that Super Bowl and lost 41 to 33 because of Bill Belichick's but, defense. But did you see? Would what, you believe but, that? And Brandon Cooks barely contributed. But did you see Brandon Cooks do that that season? The yardage that he put up for Tom mm-hmm. Brady, the touchdowns saying, that he had. How do you throw for a playoff, not a Super Bowl record, a playoff record, five hundred five without Brandon Cooks? So in other words, so in other words, we're going to disregard the six one thousand yard seasons. Well, I'm just talking about what happened in the okay, game. Okay, tell me, the, tell me the Cowboys receiver that's played in the Super Bowl. Okay, well, obviously we haven't. So okay, what? so what? So what? Brandon Cooks was in the Super Bowl. Okay, but but he got to play. You just mentioned it with Brady and Breeze. That works. Okay, oh, but yeah. uh, hold on. Was Ben Roethlisberger ever been to the Super Bowl? So mm. what did James Washington do? Mm. Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh. You told me yesterday you actually saw signs of life from James Washington at Pittsburgh. You like some of the things that he did. He can run, but he is coming off a broken foot. He is. He, Skip, the guy doesn't have. He has less than two thousand yards receiving in four seasons. Last year, he had okay. two hundred yards. He, he had no connection with Roethlisberger. I don't know why, because I watched him a whole lot at Oklahoma State, and he can flat fly. Yeah, but that's all he can do. That's all he can do. That's all we need. We don't have that missing piece, and we'll have him back, so, so, and he'll be just So why fine. did he do that for Pittsburgh? Okay. So hold on. I don't so know. I told you, it's a mystery to me. He was there with Ben Roethlisberger for four years. Big Ben is going to the Hall of Fame. He mm-hmm. won two Super Bowls. He has like three 500 passing yard games in his career. He ain't got no connection with him, but mm-hmm. all of a sudden he's going to come in, and in two or three weeks going to have a connection with Dak. Mm, that's all we need. We just need James Washington to catch a couple balls a game, maybe a couple deep balls a game, and we'll be good to go. You t- and by the way, Jerry got stuck on 18 million guaranteed for 2023. You just, you, you and I both know that's the sticking point right there. Yeah. I'm assuming that Houston was demanding and sticking on a second round pick for Brandon Cooks because he's always been traded for first rounders. He was a first rounder. Yeah. And I, I just think they said, Jerry, you got to have a two and you got to guarantee his 18 million. And Jerry just said, that's too rich for even my blood. Right. But I agree with your original premise here. Jerry is all about salesmanship. He's about <laughs> hype, hype, hooray. He, he's about ringmaster Jerry, P.T. Barnum, Jerry Jones. He, he's about making sure that the media knows that we were right there, right to the bitter end. We were right there. I, I, I'm with you. I don't think his heart was ever in, in trying to land Brandon Cooks, but he wants to send a message to his locker room and his fandom. Yep, yep. I tried. I tried hard, but I still love our team. And I still love this team because in the end, we will go as far as Micah and the Marauders on the other side of the ball carry our team. You know that, and I know that. The offense is fine, and I do think if they switch Tony Pollard, if they just reverse roles with Zeke, 
and you let Tony Pollard be a home run hitter who gets the bulk of the carries, we have a chance to be good enough on offense to complement our defense. Okay. We'll see. Yep. We'll we see. will see. We're going to see we'll a lot. See. Guys, we'll there were several teams interested in Brandon Cooks, but that $18 million salary, just ugh, a big deterrent if Nick Casario with the Texans mm. wasn't willing to take on some of it, and obviously he wasn't. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. All right, back to the NBA and the drama in Brooklyn. Kevin Durant says he is shocked by Steve Nash's departure from the Nets. Those comments coming in a post-game press conference after the Nets lost to the Bulls. He said he liked working with Nash. Durant also responded to several tweets last night, deflecting blame for the situation, saying, nope, his focus is simply on playing ball. So, Shannon... Let's put it to you. How much blame does KD deserve for Nash getting fired? 51% because KD is, is responsible. He's their best player. He's refused time and time again to be the leader. He's uh, refused as the leader of a team to hold other men accountable for their actions and their behavior. Uh, Sean Marks and Joe Sy deserve some blame because they gave the keys to the kingdom to Kevin Durant and, and, and Kyrie Irving. And Joe Sy even tweeted earlier this year, no longer. No longer is that going to be the case. And so it's too late now. It's too late. But you know what I've, I'm starting to notice? Every time I, I notice a little something, and maybe I'm the only one, Kevin Durant seems real comfortable now that he got, these, uh, uh, he got those titles. He got, he's got real comfortable. Man, I just play basketball. It's changed my perspective. He didn't have this perspective before he got those titles. That man was hungry. Kevin Durant has become complacent. I don't care nothing about doing all that. I'm working on my craft and I'm doing all that. Kevin Durant has got real complacent, Skip Bayless. He got those titles on his belt now. He doesn't have that same desire. He doesn't want to lead because he doesn't want the responsibility that comes along with being a leader. There are certain responsibilities that comes along with a leader in anything, whether you're running a business, whether you're the leader of a, a sports team, no matter what. You can be the leader of the Boy Scouts or the Girl Scouts. When you're the leader, Skip, there are certain responsibilities that come along with that. And Kevin Durant wants none of those responsibilities. He wants the adulation Why? of him getting the praise for being a great player but none of the responsibility comes along with being a leader and a great player when things go bad. Again, he deflected. 
Uh, Gerald McCoy, I thought I had an innocent tweet. Man, I feel bad for my guy at KD Trade 5. They got to get this man some help. He responded, love you, my brother, but please stop. I'm playing ball for a living. You playing ball for a living in OKC before you ran your ass to Golden State. Mm. <laughs> I ain't seen none of these tweets. But now he got those titles. But until you get one without Steph, Clay, and Dre, you never going to be viewed on the level as a Steph Curry. Wait a second. It's never going to. You can view him all you want to. But I tell you what, in the basketball circles. No. They're never. In any circle. They're in any ne- circle of life. Everybody, every everything that I've seen, every poll from ESPN and everybody that. Mm-hmm. They got Steph Curry ranked higher than Kevin Durant. Yeah. All I know is Steph Curry led the delegation that went all the way across country on July the 3rd of 2016 to beg and plead and and recruit Kevin Durant to please come save us because LeBron bullied us. Kyrie beat us. Do you realize that that LeBron was bullying KD? Mm. Check KD's resume against LeBron when LeBron was in Cleveland and Miami. Do you remember what he did to Kevin Durant when he was in OKC and LeBron was in Miami? Remember he put put in him? Do you remember that? Check KD's resume in games three of the 2017 and 2018 finals. Where was he? In LeBron's palace. Where was he? I was was like, I think we should do, do me one favor. They give me failed. something. Give me something, Kevin Durant, outside of 2017 and 18 in Golden State. Give me something that he did. Give me oh, something he just, outside of 2017 won, and 18. He won the MVP. <laughs> yeah, that's all he did. He won the MVP. And what happened? Who can put butts in him? Who put all, butts in all him? All I know is that Steph crawled for KD because he knew he could not beat LeBron without Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant can't do anything without Steph Curry. Steph Curry got two titles. Who was two the titles. leader of that team as far as playing basketball? No, 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 no. The le- playing yeah, basketball. Yeah, yeah, remember, remember what I could see. You, you, you just want to gloss over. Mm, gloss the, over. The, who, who was the MVP? Steph. Steph. Clay and Dre, the culture. Yeah. Now all he can do is just play basketball and escape responsibility. Because guess what? Had they lost, guess who's going to get the blame? Steph Curry. Who just had like the you weight of the NBA world on his slender shoulders. The man, Kevin Durant, Steph. because he left poor little Russ Steph. high and dry the in ma- Oklahoma City. Steph. The man joined a 73-9 and team with a two-time MVP. That the last had time. blown a 3-1 to one lead Steph. to LeBron and Kyrie. I get the skill. I get that. But you make it seem like he took a downtrodden team to the finals. You, he you, didn't do you that. You were the first to tell me that even Draymond fled into the parking lot and cried tears over, I got to call up my friend KD. He's got to come help us. Please come save us. But see, what you're trying to do is that you're making it seem like two things can't be true. Mm. Yes, Draymond called uh, 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 KD. Mm. Yes, Steph led the contingent. But don't pretend like Kevin Durant didn't benefit from going to Golden State because if he hadn't, why haven't he done anything in Brooklyn? He did had more pressure on him than anybody's ever had going into a finals because the whole world said, okay, you got to be the difference. Yeah. And guess what? He rose and he shone and the he was The pressure is in Brooklyn. And the pressure got so great, the man asked for a trade. Tell me the time Go James asked for a trade. Mm. The pressure got so great, he demanded that the general manager and the head coach be fired. They waited five, two months, three months to fire the head coach. Mm. The pressure is in Brooklyn. No. The problem in Brooklyn is that Kevin ch- chose the wrong team wrecker. Kyrie is the Kyrie ultimate team wrecker. I've never seen a worse team wrecker in all my years of covering the National Basketball Association. 
Kyrie Irving refused to get vaccinated. It blew that team apart last year. And here we go again. Who it's cares? one thing after another. It's this social post and that one. And now it's anti-Semitic. And it's one thing after another. It's hard to play basketball when you're on what, his what, team. What about the leader? Yep. What about the leader pulling the guy aside and say, Kate, well, Kyrie, come on now. You're supposed to have a coach. No, 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 no. no. I, I, that, that's why I give Sean Marks 51% of the blame for hiring Steve Nash. No, no, Skip. It doesn't matter who you hire. If you rob him of his ability to discipline, if you rob him of his ability to be an authoritative figure, it's yep. just like here. If your kids lose respect for their parents, how does the parents teach them? How do the parents discipline? If a kid goes to school and the parent does not hold a kid accountable, that kid will never respect said teacher. Mm. That's factual. That's true. Because they had no respect for Steve Nash. And Josiah and Sean Marks would not hold them accountable. And That's Steve why Nash did not defend himself when Kyrie said we don't need a coach. He should have stepped up and called a press conference and said, no, I am the coach whether got, Kyrie likes that, it or let not. Let that I just get a job, and I've got to call a press conference yep. because a player that is, is blatantly and openly disrespectful. Yep. But if you got a leader of the team, like I said, having been leaders on team, a lot of things you handle before it even makes its way to yep. the media, before it makes its Steve way to the Nash head coach. allowed desk. Kyrie to emasculate him it. publicly. No, he allowed no, it. No, no, Skip, stop that. Stop that. Yep. So let me guess. The players, so, hmm, in the Dallas situation, who emasculates the coach, the players or the owner? That's a whole nother world. Josiah and Sean Marks allowed this to happen. Kevin Durant allows this to happen as a leader. Mm -hmm. So what is the responsibility of a leader? Kevin Durant doesn't want that responsibility. Kevin Durant wants all the adulation that comes along with being a great player and when you win. But none of the blame for when you lose because when you're a leader, you get said blame. Okay. All I know is that Kevin Durant got so sick of Kyrie's act last year that he said, I can't take it anymore. And what did you tell me repeatedly through the offseason? They are tired of his whatever you bull call job. it. Bull yeah. job, yes. right? They're yeah. just tired. Kevin was the sickest and tiredest yeah. of the bull jive, and he just said, let me out. And when Josiah said no, he said, okay, I demand that you fire him and the GM before I come back. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. And that did not happen, yeah. and his feet got held to the fire, and he was not a happy camper coming back. But he had signed a four-year contract, and I was the first to say, Kevin, you're stuck. Yeah, there are a lot of kids that run away from home, but when they realize they ain't got no place to stay and no food to eat, yep. they come right on back. And that's what Kevin Durant realized. All them teams wasn't lining up to get a guy because here well, you, you are. you don't know that. You want to stop it. Stop it. You don't know that. Hold on. All I know is they gave up four first-round picks and picks to get Rudy Gobert. Okay. I know when they gave up to get Rudy Gobert. Mm -hmm. That's what we do know. And now you uh, is Rudy Gobert better or worse player than Kevin Durant? Mm -hmm. So you mean to tell okay. me Kevin Durant is all this and they wouldn't give so up? So now I'm going to be objective about my guy, Kevin Durant. I was ashamed for him the way he handled his press conference last night when he said, I'm shocked that he got fired. I was, I was out of the loop. He did everything in his power to, to get distance the man fired. himself. No, he, he did try to distance himself from the dumpster fire that he started underneath that guy. He did it. Yeah. He was the last straw, right? Yeah. He was the final nail. How are you shocked when you demanded the man get traded that, just 65 okay. days okay. ago? That, How the hell are you okay. shocked? Okay. So he goes off about, I liked working with Steve. I, I like working with this coaching staff. Okay. You originally did, and then it all went to hell, and you wanted out from under it, and you tried to get him fired, and you failed. And yet, I think they had sort of a secret agreement, he and Joe Side, that yeah. early in the year, yeah. let, let the smoke clear. I'll get rid of him. Man, I've, I've seen real of $3 bills. 
than okay. that fake press conference that Kevin Durant gave last night I in sincerity. I totally agree. I totally agree. And then you mentioned the one Gerald McCoy tweet, but there were a couple of more tweets from Kevin. And I'm ashamed for him that he would stoop. This is Kevin bleeping Durant. Why would you stoop to respond to, to nobodies on your social media Skip, page? I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with the okay. Kevin Durant responding. I have a problem with, with you because you have shielded Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant talks about right. the media shielding right, LeBron. Well, I, I think you, I was starting on these tweets. I was trying to, to criticize Kevin Durant. You won't even let me criticize because him. Because guess what? Okay. You're, about, you're criticizing him and you're turning around and shielding him. He, Go ahead. He, he went and laid it right on LeBron in his house see, twice. See? Well, he did it. Yeah, that's why he I don't did let that. Go. It's a see, fact. That's, that's and you won't accept that, that, it. He shamed your man in his house. And you won't even let me finish on these tweets. Why would he shame Brooklyn? Shame Brooklyn in his house. Brooklyn. Shame Brooklyn. Shame Brooklyn. He did it. What got Steve Nash fired? Why can't he say Brooklyn? He, Why can't he do in Brooklyn what he did in Golden State? He embarrassed okay. LeBron James in his house twice. Who was the MVP of back-to-back -back finals? Kevin Durant in was. In 2017, Kevin Durant was the back-to-back yep. MVP for the yep. Golden State Warriors. Yep. Why can't he do in Brooklyn what he did in Golden State? Because he chose to follow <laughs> the wrong guy, that's Kyrie why, Irving. That's and why. they chose the wrong coach in Steve Nash. And Kevin, who has high basketball IQ, said, I got to get out of here. I got to go somewhere else. And Joe Sy said, well, you just well, agreed how, to a so four-year deal. How IQ, how, how IQ is this basketball IQ mm. if he told Kevin, uh, Kevin Kyrie Irving as a sidekick? Mm. How, how, how IQ? How, how is it? Well, is, is Kyrie, does he not have the greatest <laughs> yeah. handle you've ever seen? So that's all you yeah. got? Well, is that all you got? He should be That's on the air. He should be on the air. Uh, is Kyrie as clutch as anybody you've ever seen? Way more clutch than LeBron choking James. Think, think Am I right? Who made about, the shot of shots in game seven? What you just it was think, Kyrie. You Kyrie can, won LeBron a ring that he did not deserve. I'm going to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. Mm. So we got the guy that won back-to-back -back MVPs in 2017-18. Mm. We got the guy that made the shot of shots in 2016. Mm -hmm. They link up mm -hmm. and can't get to the NBA Finals. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, and they were the favorite to get there. And by the way, it, it, just on pure MVP-ness, they're still the sixth best team. They're, they're the sixth favorite to get to Somebody the finals got right off. now. But I'm just saying, I just try to figure out, the guy made the shot of shots, the back-to-back -back in finals yeah. MVP, and they can't get to the Eastern Conference Finals together. Okay, watch what happens when they get a real coach named Ime. Watch what happens. You're going to be in trouble. Hold on. So in other words, you say they're going to win the finals? No, I just said okay, they're going to so be real good. What does that matter? They're Hold on. Real good. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. This guy, you talking about he did a shot of shots at LeBron's house. Why can't he win the finals without Steph, Clay, and Drake? Mm. If he's what you said he is, why can't he do that? Well, you'll have a shot. I want a shot. Real coach, yeah. They're still giving out COVID shots. Mm. They got the second booster available mm. now. So yeah. that's the only shot Kevin Durant's going to get. I've had five, so. That's the only shot yeah. Kevin Durant's going to get. See, that's uh, why I went with us to read those tweets, because yeah. all you do is turn around. I was going to criticize him, and then you turn around and okay, shoot him. Okay, I won't criticize him anymore because you don't. he is way more clutch than LeBron ever dreamed of being because LeBron is that's a choking, quote-unquote, goat. That's not you what, know it, and I know it. That's not what the numbers say. Yeah, that's, that's not what, what the what numbers the, scream. Pull, I tell you what, pull the numbers mm -hmm. that say Kevin Durant is more clutch. I want you to pull the numbers. Mm -hmm. I defy anybody to go pull the numbers that says I, Kevin Durant I, I is more clutch. I defy anybody to go pull the tape of what happened in 2017, game three down the stretch. Tell me who came up clutch. Yeah. Tell me who dribbled the ball up on a semi-break and pulled up right in LeBron's grill and drained the three that put Golden State ahead. It's like, Kevin, can yeah. you do this? Yeah. Yes. 
27th skip. Mm. Again, Golden State. I need something outside of Golden State. Mm. I can give you Cleveland. I can give you Miami. I can give you back to Cleveland. They, they I can give you LA. No, no, they were lost. No, they were lost. They were, know, know they so were what lost. happened last year? Where they lost without him yeah. last year? Where they lost without him last year? Okay, he saved LeBron. I mean, he saved Steph's legacy and he wrecked LeBron's Steph. legacy. Two things. I, I hate here. to break it to you. Yep. Steph Curry saved his legacy. Because oh, if Steph Curry would have told Kevin Durant, hell no, he would have no titles. Yeah. Kevin Durant would really be on Twitter. Because yeah. they would really be messing with him. Now he gets to say, I'm a two time finals MVP. Yeah, he, Steph he, Curry saved his legacy. He beat Jason Turnover last year. He, he did that. Hey. <laughs> Way to go. Hold on. Congratulations. Jason Turnover that put pussy mm. Kevin Durant. Swept mm. Kevin. Mm. He swept him. Thanks to the coach see, who teaches see, defense, see, see, right? It's always now again, that coach is about yeah, to be his coach. You do realize every mm. point that I made, mm-hmm. you backed it up mm-hmm. because it's always somebody else's fault other yeah. than Kevin Durant. It's Steve Nash. It's Kyrie Irving. It's Sean Marks. It's Joe Sy. It's Russell Westbrook. No. It's this one. It's that one. It's never his fault. All I know is Kevin Durant can shoot, and LeBron never could. All I know is and one. You're trying to call him the goat. All I know is one guy's about to be all-time leading scorer. Huh. One guy's 19th. The other guys, too. Yeah. Now, you tell me which one can put the ball in the basket. Well, one guy's played longer than Brady has. Hey, Skip, all I'm saying is this. It's fact. All I said was is that mm-hmm. no, no NBA player yeah. has escaped criticism and blame mm-hmm. like Kevin Durant. Really? Nobody's blamed him. Mm-hmm. Because Nobody is blamed him? You blame Russ. Huh. You blame K- Kyrie. You blame Sean Marks. You blame Steve Nash. Well, you, you blame Joe Sy. You, you've seen how Russ got exposed. See, uh, I, it, Russ is exactly what I said he was before anybody said it. And guess what? I said it to the point. I got death threats when we went to the 2012 finals in Oklahoma City, my hometown. I needed police protection because I was calling Russ exactly what he was. It looks like Kevin Durant is getting yeah. exposed. Mm. He's not a leader. He mm. wasn't a leader at OKC. He's not a leader in Brooklyn. It took him going to Golden State to be where he didn't have to lead for him to win. Titles. He led Golden State to two titles they t- would not have he, won he, without him. Let me ask you a question. If mm-hmm. he didn't go to Golden State, would Kevin Durant have gotten titles? If he hadn't gone to Golden State, would, would who have gotten titles? Ke- I, I don't if know. Ke- sure. Where, Kevin, where else would he go? If Kevin Durant yeah. doesn't go to Golden State, yep. does he have two titles on his resume? I don't know. Give me another option. Any yeah. option. Pick an option. I mean, I'll take any. Yeah. Pick an option. He's the best player on the planet. Yes. Yes. The best player on the planet chose yeah. to team up with Kevin, yeah. with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. Mm. The best player on the planet did yeah. that. Has LeBron been able to <laughs> rise above Westbrook? Well, Kevin couldn't either. Ha ha ha. But hold on, yeah. hold on. He, it's, it's the proof is in the pudding right but, before your very eyes. LeBron, LeBron rolled against yeah. Kyrie Irving. Oh. Oh. <laughs> awesome stuff, gentlemen. But I got to jump in and insist You're you save again. some energy <laughs> for our future topics. Mm-hmm. By the way, maybe some team bonding will do the Nets good. They are headed out on a three-game road trip. The Wizards, the Hornets, and then the Mavericks. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. 
and while scoring deals up to five times faster. It's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. The Nets and Steve Nash parted ways yesterday. The team reportedly going to replace him with Ime Udoka. Of course, Udoka currently suspended for the season as head coach of the Celtics. He was an assistant to Nash in the Nets' 2020-21 season and has a long history of working with GM Sean Marks. Shannon, what do you think? Can he fix the Nets? I don't, Skip, this is a two-part question. Can he fix the Nets? Um, the basketball side is like, are your two best players going to buy in? Clearly, I'm not so sure they bought into uh, um, Steve Nash. Kevin Durant is 34. Kyrie Irving is 30. Seth Curry is 32. Joe Harris is 31. Patty Mills is 34. He had Jason Tatum at 24. Jalen Brown at 26. Grant Williams at 23. Robert Williams at 25. Marcus Smart at 28. You see the vast number of years difference between these guys? I'll buy that. And none of these guys have looked at themselves or as the equivalent of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. So it's a lot easier to reach a guy that hasn't ascended to that superstar startup level yet, Skip, in the age 24, 26, as opposed to getting someone 30, 34, 35. And so that, the other side, Skip, I'm all for, I mean, Doka getting another opportunity. But something about this doesn't, doesn't, doesn't sit right with me. You get suspended for an entire year, so clearly the Celtics thought what he did. Now, I, look, I understand it morally. I, I, the moral stuff, that's between him and his significant other. Mm-hmm. They, I let them deal with that. Okay. But to be suspended by one team, and then all of a sudden you can go somewhere else and like, uh, that didn't happen over there. Uh, that, that, that I think the NBA is like, look, no, you can hire him after the season, but you can't hire him right now. Mm. I think the NBA uh, Apparently should, that is not happening. I, I, apparently, I, I, apparently it's not because Chris Haynes is saying the, the Celtics won't even see compensation. No compensation. We, we knew what was going to happen. We knew he wasn't getting the job back with the Celtics. We knew that. I felt I was 90, not 100%, Skip, I don't want to say 100%, but I was 99% sure that he wasn't going to coach the Celtics again, even after his year-long suspension was up. Mm-hmm. But, and the mere fact that it's in the same, I think, I think they're in the same, same division. I never even keep up with division. I, yeah, I don't it, even care it's not like it's, it's not like football, Skip. No. We don't keep up with, like, like we do football. Um, I don't know if he can fix it. Skip, I understand he's a very, very good coach. And if he cut his teeth on the defensive end, and he got those guys playing really well. But these guys are different than the guys that he would be coming from. Okay. I hear you, and you could be right about that. But if any human alive can fix this mess right now, I believe I couldn't go into a lab and create a better coach for this group right. than this man. I will begin with where you ended. I, I won't for one second try to condone or defend what what he did in Boston because he broke an organizational rule yeah. that, that every organization yeah. has yeah. because he had an improper relationship with a subordinate. You, you cannot do it mm-hmm. in this day and age right. in, in any company or corporation. Right. 
including the Boston Celtics or the Brooklyn Nets. So why it doesn't transfer over, I'm not sure. But Boston's just saying, well, he broke our rule, which right. is, again, it's right. everybody's rule. But, but our set of rules, he, he completely and utterly violated to the point we don't want him back. Right. But we're not going to stand in his way of getting another job. He's just burned his bridge with, with us. us. Correct. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's where it stands. And I think you would be the first to say, well, he still deserves another shot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm all okay. for him getting another shot. Okay. So how could you not – this this is like a gift from above because you couldn't create a better partner for Sean Marks because they grew up together under Coach Popovich and R.C. Buford right. in the San Antonio organization. Again, Ime Rose, to, I thought he was the number one assistant. You can argue about that, but I thought he should have gotten a head coaching job. The way I campaigned, I was beating the table for him for years because not only does he look the part, he can act the part. Right. He can play the part. Right. And yet... Along the trail, very quietly in the shadows, was Sean Marks was was number two to R.C. Buford right. for many years in San Antonio. So they were sort of riding you know, up, up the ranks together. Yes, yes, they were soulmates because they were rising up and they were the number twos trying to, to break free and get their own jobs. But the right? thing was, Skip, I mean, when he got the job at the uh, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, why didn't he hire Doka? He put Doka on the staff. I, oh. he, he put him on the staff as as a first assistant to, to, to Steve. But but he had just spent a year. Guess where? In Philadelphia, yeah. when he said, "I got to get out from under Coach Popovich yeah. because somehow it, it's hurting my growth, right. it's stunting my growth to right. be." Because everybody says, "Well, Pop does it all. You do nothing, yes. right?" Yeah. So he he broke the ranks and he went to Philadelphia for a year. And guess who he got to coach? Ben Simmons. Yeah. Okay, well, at least he has some connection with him. He has some rapport with him. And Ben Simmons is making first-team all-defense, right. right? Yes. Well, is, is that not a good thing? Do you? It's not like you have to reestablish with, with somebody new. You already know Ben but Simmons. But, I think the difference is right now, Ben is at a different place he mentally is, than what he was. I, I, I get that. When, when I mean, was okay, there with him But they Philly. know each other. They yeah. are connected. And, obviously, Kevin and Kyrie know Ime because they probably talk to Ime more than they talk to Steve Nash. Because right. I'm guessing they respect Ime more. They trusted him more. They felt better connected to him. He had played at a different level than Steve Nash. Steve Nash was all offense and won back-to-back MVPs. But Ime was was highly regarded as a defensive player, right. as, as almost a defensive stopper right. and physical and almost an enforcer type. Right. So so he had Darvin Hams out of the same mold, right? And, and there's a respect level you have for him because you, you sort of physically fear him because he's a big man. He's bigger and stronger than you are, right? Yeah. And that, that it matters when you're face-to-face in any kind of locker room or office confrontation. Yeah, can I, I just want to know one thing. Will KD and Kyrie allow Ime to hold them accountable? Because they were unwilling to be held accountable by Steve Knight. So yep. do, do you believe a guy that's 34 that's a superstar, Kyrie Irving, a tremendous player, a star player in this league. Do you believe they will be allowed to be held accountable? They're allowed to be coached? Uh, I told you earlier, I believe both are in search of some tough love from somebody above them. If it's not a big brother figure, it's a father figure, and I think he will fill that bill. I think everybody thinks they want that until they actually get that. Tom Brady thought he wanted someone that was less 
than Bill Belichick. He got Bruce Arians, who's the direct opposite, and come to find out he really didn't want that. He likes that structure. Although, he likes accountability. They, they did win a Super Bowl together, and maybe he's missing Bruce right now. I don't know. Exactly. That's a whole other issue. But you like the accountability that Coach Belichick held everybody's feet to the fire. He coached everybody the same way. I think Tom's missing it as we speak. Yes. 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 So are you going to allow him to coach you? Kyrie don't, Kyrie don't like tough coaching. Okay, we'll see about that. Because I think Ime knows how to break through with the superstars because he was dealing with Duncan and Parker and Ginobili in San Antonio. He was dealing with Popovich. Tim Duncan might have been the most coachable superstar in the history of the I agree. I mean, he let he yeah. let pop he let pride him even Brady, for Brady to be what he was and for to allow Coach Belichick to talk to him like he did in front of the masses. Now yeah. you might get me in a private room and ring me, yeah, but don't do that in front of. And he like he took it. Okay, Ginobili and Parker, I think were very difficult to coach, but they weren't bad people. No, no, no. But I think the thing is, yeah. Skip. If you could talk to Tim Duncan one way, no, you're, you're talking right. to everybody. And see, that's what that's probably what got Pop in trouble with Kawhi. He's like, well, I, hold on. Do you understand? I, I coached Timmy. Timmy got five titles with MVPs, finals MVP, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. That goes to show you, Skip, you can't talk to everybody the same okay. way. So that's my thing. So you believe that I may can get through to KD and Kyrie? I just do. I, I think he will command a locker room, command a bench, command on the defensive end. It's it's the perfect match for the – if any human can fix, he'll fix this group. And they are so blessed to have the oper- – Who he, he was coach of the year. He led the Celtics to the finals. What are the odds on you could get him? Well, well there's only one way to get him. He'd have to blow himself up in Boston, right? right? Skip, I just – it's just hard for me to believe that a team can ultimately reach its destination without great leadership at the player level. You could be right. I just I, well, I've been a part of three championship teams, and we had tremendous leadership. And I'm not saying that the years that we didn't win, we didn't have leadership, Skip. But there is something to be said that that players can fix things before the coach and before the media ever finds out about it. That's something to be said for that. You could be right, but I think this is going to have to be a coach-led team. Okay. Time will tell. And Shannon, by the way, you were right. Both the Celtics and Nets are in the same division. It's the Atlantic division. Celtics number one in that division at four and two. The Nets dead last at two and six. Mm.